You're listening to a DM podcast. Hey there. In this week's Five of My Life, we're doing something slightly different. Um, over the years, we've built quite a nice community of Five of My Life listeners, and from time to time, uh, people write in, increasingly so. that We had a lovely episode with Olivia, the young nine-year-old who did a Five of My Life project uh, for her school in Bozeman, Montana. Um, we get emails every week with people making suggestions or commenting on the show. And we had another one recently where a lovely listener wrote in and mentioned that she used Five of My Life in quite uh, an intriguing and unusual way. So I wrote back to her and decided that we should have this conversation. So welcome to Kat Milner. Hi. (laughs) Where where are we talking to you from, Kat? Uh, The east coast of England. Okay. And you wrote to me and suggested that you use Five of My Life on the dating apps. Yes. Um, I've always been advised by my very well-informed mother that when I was dating originally, I'm divorced now, but when I was previously dating, that there's three things you should never talk about on a first date, and they're politics, sex, and religion. So to sort of bypass that and try and get the best out of people on dating apps, I've used five of my life instead. So we're going to come on to how you use the Five of My Life format on the apps in a second. But I'm an old, crusty, 60-year-old, married-for-32-years bloke. I wouldn't have a clue how dating apps work. So would you do me a favour just to start with and explain to people listening who who might not know uh, how they they work? What, What is the process? It's a bit like being in a magazine, like an IKEA catalogue. You have to sell yourself, so you have to put pictures, um, a bio to explain who you are, and sometimes the apps look ask you to look say what you're looking for, which is quite challenging, and then leave it to the lap of the gods to match you with the person that you like, and then you've got to start a conversation with that person online in a text, which... I didn't do before, so this is all new for me too. And and and, and how long uh, have you been single? Two years. Two years. Currently, okay. Yeah. Uh, up until two years ago, you were as ignorant as me about the the app process. No. So I, prior to that, I was married for fifteen years, and I came off. But I think I discovered your podcast this time around on the dating, and it's been almost transformational in trying to have a conversation with somebody actually <laughs> oh, well, that's fantastic <laughs> so so and and at what what stage of the process so so somebody you, you ping someone a message saying i liked your profile and they yeah. they write back or they don't or i say thanks for matching with me quick icebreaker for you and then i throw in the five of my life as my quick icebreaker because music's really important to me so it's quite been quite good i kind of started in my head collating what people come up with as their favourite song. So I've got a lovely Spotify playlist going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and and when you when you ask them these things, do, do you tell them it's from the podcast or do you just ask them a no, question? No, I think I've had some like, oh my God, that's the most amazing question. I've had one or two cynical, like you've asked this before right. responses. But most of the time, actually, it's been, it's for me, it's quite a good indication that if they're willing to play the game with me, then great. 
Excellent. I've got book suggestions and I've got song suggestions from you. <laughs> and, and, I, and I have to ask, have there been any red flags where, when someone says, you know, I like The Exorcist or I, I don't know, or Debbie Does Dallas or well, are, there, are, there, are, there, are there any things where you go, oh, gosh, that's quite useful because I, I now don't want to meet you? Yeah. So I think it's because people want to say the right thing, don't they? They want to put their best foot forward. And there's a lot of Shawshank Redemptions and One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest films have been touted around as their favourite film. So that's kind of a flag because I think how genuine are you? Or if you really like your country music, it's not going to work, I'm afraid. Right. So <laughs> country music's a no-no. Tell us some of the more unusual uh, choices you had. I think it comes down to possession. People come up with, can I say my child is a possession? That's been quite interesting. Um, see, I often say I, I like my passports. If it gets thrown back to me, then I have to come up with some really clever answers too, don't I? So I often say my passport because, again, I want people to know that I like travelling. Right. So that's important to me. I mean, yeah, possession. Is your child a possession? I'm not sure. But, you know, good answer. <laughs> I reckon they are up until the age of 18. I, I say to my kids, <laughs> I, I am your boss, whether you like it or not. Uh, and then at 18, I no longer am. But up until then, I, I, I don't yeah. want to explain why I'm telling you not to do that. I'm just telling you. <laughs> just yes, telling exactly. you not to. <laughs> I like use that with my own children. How many kiddies have you got? I've got two, a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old who have quite strong opinions that they want me to get married again, but they don't want me to have a boyfriend. Oh, okay. They want you to get married, but not have a boyfriend. And can I be so crass as to say, what are you looking for in a, in a man? An Olympic pianist, multi-billionaire or, or what? Um, actually, no, funnily enough. Um, I, I always make the joke, if you're in a, in a band that you can play a guitar or a tambourine, somebody who will go travelling with me. I don't know. I, I've yet to find them, Nigel, if I can find them. Oh no! <laughs> but but hey, but but that's good because because sometimes uh, um, mates of mine, w when I ask that question, they have such a specific description that I think, well, you know, good luck with that. That person probably, you know, you're never going to meet them, and if you do, they might just not want you type thing. It's it's to keep an open yeah. mind. And have you got any uh, disaster stories that you that you wouldn't mind uh, sharing <laughs> of, of of worst dates? Worst dates. Uh, the guy who said, "Oh, you don't look anything like your photo." That was nice. But I think the, probably the best one was I really like my live music and that's often what I match people on is the fact they like live music. And I went on a date and we were chatting and this guy said to me that he'd been to some, a band recently. We got talking and he went with his friend. And I don't live in a very – I live in quite a small area. Pretty much everybody knows everybody. But he was younger and from Scotland. So I thought, great, there's nothing that's going to connect us back. Unfortunately, though, Nigel had been to the gig with my ex-husband. Oh, my word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's his friend. So that was a non-starter. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've always wondered about if, if people have been in unions that, you know, for, for a decade or whatever, and they break up, if you see each other on on the apps, if, 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 if I, I don't know, an ex-husband or an ex-wife is also on. Do you mind if I ask which ones you're on? I don't, is it Bumble, Hinge? I'm currently on Bumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've done a few. I've, <laughs> I even wrote a poem about it. So. <laughs> I, I, well, listen, I, 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 you sent me the poem. Would you, would you mind reading that out for the listeners? Yeah. Okay, it's called An Ode to Being Single. I feel like it's a bit out, outdated now because I wrote it four years ago and some things have changed, but I'll read it anyway. Okay, dating apps, I've used one or two. Tinder, Bumble and Hinge to name a few. Seen selfies in the gym, 
in the mirror or in the car, smoking at a wedding or out with mates drinking in a bar. Then there's the ones with kids, not theirs, or the gigantic fish to make me stop and stare. Had comments like, I don't need a pen pal and show me your tits. <laughs> then there's the office to show me the size of their... This is all before we've agreed a date. Sometimes, though, I've left it too late. By which time they've disappeared and gone, ghosted, deleted, I'm left with none. And back to swiping left or right. How do I know if he's lying about his height? Should I change my settings or just delete the app or draw a bigger area on the map? I think, however, I'll go back to how it used to be. Can anyone find a blind date for me? You're a poet. Well, I did an English degree. <laughs> and, and have you um, had any success uh, old school, if that makes sense? M- one of my sons uh, is sort of a, a contrarian where he he, f- he <laughs> p- prefers to you know, meet someone on a bus or in a cafe than, than, than online. Or, or is it is, is the, his old school no longer just doesn't happen? I don't know. I think the world's changed a bit. I mean, I did do old school. I, I actually did meet someone on a train once. Um I think the world's changed. I think COVID's changed dating. I think people in their 40s don't have the time to go out because they've got children the same age as mine or maybe even a bit younger, so they can't go out. I think it is hard to meet people normally. I mean, the workplaces, people have changed, you know, where you think you'd meet somebody at work. I'm a social worker. It's quite female-dominated profession. It's Yeah, I think the climate for dating has changed. I think everything has gone online, sadly, because it is hard touting yourself on a photograph and a and a bio that you're trying to appeal to the masses i mean i'm very fortunate i have like five or six male friends who i call my committee who whenever i reinstate <laughs> my dating app profiles they will altruistically tell me which photos to put on and what to say about myself to make sure i get the catch but Unfortunately, I think I might have to sack them all because they're not doing a good job enough job at the moment. So, well, listen, I, I, I'm thrilled that Five My Life is is helping in some way to to get through all the the normal cliched and superficial questions. But but I have to ask, how old are you? I know, I know you shouldn't ask a lady her age. <laughs> I'm 46. 46. Okay, so, so so at the young spring chicken age of 46, and having gone through a uh, a, a marriage and a breakup and, and a, uh, a period of being single and looking. W- what would you say are the most uh, useful or surprising life lessons that you've uh, that you found from the whole process? I think you've just you've got to be tough. I think that's the biggest thing. And you've you know the, the whole adage you've got to kiss many frogs before you find your prince. Like I or swipe as many people as you can because you know you've got to match with people. You've got to challenge what you're going to go for. I mean. You like you asked me earlier about what my red flags around what they say. I mean, you know, I might find the love of my life actually likes crunchy music, and maybe I'll start liking it. But you know, I don't know. It's it is. I think you just have to be strong and resilient, and know that they're putting themselves out there too. It's it is hard putting yourself back out there, matching with people, starting the whole conversation again. And I guess that's why I quite like Five of My Life too, because it means I've got a fall back on questions I can ask because otherwise I'm as a social worker I'm quite in danger of asking questions about your childhood <laughs> and your experiences <laughs> of your family life were you hugged as a child <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people need to be asked that on a dating app <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we're talking now ancient ancient history but, but back when I was a <laughs> dating man uh, I, I used to have a uh, and, and this hopefully this doesn't put me in too bad a light I, I used to have a, a sort of a plan b where <laughs> if you're meeting somebody 
and you just have to look at each other and have a cup of tea or a pint of beer and talk. Well, that's that's one thing. That's quite a lot of pressure. I, I would always organise something I wanted to do anyway. So I want to see that band or I want to see that comedian or I want to see that play or that film and then invite the person who I'm going out with or want to go out with to that thing. So if it's a disaster, well, I, at least I get to see the Ramones anyway. <laughs> As opposed to, you know, I've, I'm sitting here, the start has arrived, we clearly bore each other senseless and we've got to sit through a bloody main course as well. But that's the interesting thing too, the fact that first dates are so variant too. Like I've gone from, you know, having breakfast with somebody who actually ended up being a boyfriend for two years to having like... A, a coffee and saying oh actually, I have to go now because my daughters have called me and I need to pick them up earlier than I expected my daughters didn't need me at all but <laughs> it was nice to have that as a reason to leave <laughs> <laughs> and, and and do they give you any advice so they say they want you to have a uh, a second husband but not a boyfriend do they give you advice on 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 how to go about it or the or the type of person they've listed quite a long list of what they're looking for i mean my youngest wants a dog so she's desperate for me to meet somebody with a dog um, <laughs> right i'm a runner and a swimmer so then you know both of them have said they need me to find somebody who likes to run and swim i think they want somebody slightly different to their dad because that'll make it a bit more interesting to be at my house i don't know they're not much advice but as i said that it's the in between they don't want me to do they just want me to go straight to husband when, when do you if at all introduce <coughs> suitors to kids or, or you oh, or not? Oh, that, see that's a really interesting question Nigel because I my, my boyfriend actually didn't my ex-boyfriend didn't meet my children at all because we had lockdown and then things just shifted so we didn't um I guess I don't want to do it too early because selfishly I want this to be about me yeah yeah so probably six months but I know it's actually going okay potentially but this is the difference i mean i i meet some girlfriends who introduce their new partner really quickly i've got male friends who introduce their children really quickly i think my ex-husband did it really quickly i think it's all variant on how old your children are it's different in your 40s trying to find that balance i guess but yeah not too soon definitely not i i have to say i was at a party uh, a few months ago where um <laughs> Uh, two nice friends who, who had been divorced they'd been in marriages for uh, 20 years actually each and had had their own children and then broken up and then these people had been going out for six years and a uh, nice sort of party and ting ting they stood on a table and said oh we just thought we'd let you know we got married on friday and they oh, wow they hadn't told anyone including their kids <gasps> <laughs> now that is the way to do it <laughs> that's that's hardcore you go yeah. daddy's got a new friend and she's now your mother yeah <laughs> yeah you didn't want me to have a boyfriend but i've got a new husband <laughs> yeah absolutely gosh uh, so Kat, this, this has been really lovely chatting and, and, and the nature of this has obviously been um, I'm asking you a whole bunch of really awkward, intimate questions. So <laughs> I do apologise, but thank you for no, rolling. No, 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 it. it's fine. <laughs> and also th thank you for listening to Five of My Life and, and, and I'm, I'm just thrilled that you wrote in and, and to all listeners, please, please do the same because I love, I love chatting to the Five of My Life community. But the question for you, cat i'm not going to do a full five of my life on you but i would like to ask you if you were on five of my life one of the the normal format episodes yes. uh what song would you choose and why i would choose there she goes by the last i love that 
It was the soundtrack to my life when I was in my early 20s. Um, it was always the song I put on CD when I was at university. And I used to get ready to go out, play my imaginary tambourine too. Yeah, absolutely, without fail, that's always going to be my go-to song. There she goes. And do and, and you still play it? Still play it. Still play it when I get ready to go out. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Well, listen, from, from all of us here at Five My Life, I wish you uh, enormous luck. Keep in touch. I'll keep you posted. Yeah, keep, I will let you know. Keep us posted <laughs> and, and keep listening. I will do indeed. I'll share the love.